Fellas, no balls ass. I will admit, I was shook. The only event on our entire calendar for the month of October was October 11, Fantasy Basketball Draft. And in the Brat household, in order for something to be set in stone, it's got to be on the calendar. The only thing was the draft. And one thing that happened the past three years of the draft is your host, Latomless James, got LeBron at all costs. He was truly, the last three years, set at 191 in my mind. Had I gone, had I had to auto-draft for some reason, that would have been the pre-draft value. This year, I didn't quite know where I stood. You'll hear the narrative soon, but I was okay with letting go. I'm very excited for this Lakers team, and I set a pre-draft limit for LeBron, and fucking Stacks selected LeBron first. The very first thing when the draft starts sets LeBron, which means the thing everybody, the main event is first, which means Kyle and I have our annual fly to the moon bidding right away. Kyle changed his name to Outbid Tom, decided to do it at all costs, and he won. <clears throat> this is probably the fourth time I'll be thanking Kyle, the first of the four times I'll be thanking Kyle. But the thing I didn't realize is the effect that that would have on me. The last three years, I was nervous until LeBron came up. Then I drafted him, and then the fun started, because I could look and just see on that side, L. James. And I didn't realize the real psychological effect it would have on me to not have him on my team. It was something that gave me joy the entire fantasy months. And I think it, like, I didn't even quite realize that until I didn't have him on my team, that it was like, it felt like a very real loss. I was sitting next to Sean, and I, you know, our favorite guy, the people's champ every year. And, you know, he's so good that even guys like JB put their name, uh, give their team name in tribute to Sean. But Sean saw it and uh, bought me a shot. I'm very thankful for that. But it's time to move on. And Kyle, Kyle has LeBron. But what I want to give you guys today is just a little look and how did that happen? So I had been doing a few narratives, and then we'll get to the draft, but you'll be able to see the arc in this short episode. Looking forward to the season. Uh, I'm not going to go on and on about this in future episodes, but I must grieve this loss. No balls ass. This is your friend and host, Latom James here. The time is about 6.46 p.m., and I'm just reading the text messages on will Tom get LeBron or not. And I got to say, the weeks leading up to a draft have been among the most stressful times in my entire year. I get so tense just waiting and wanting LeBron so badly. I remember the first year that I was in this league and drafting LeBron for $71 and looking at my lineup being like, holy shit, this man is on my team. And I felt like I'd already won won the, the entire draft right there. Uh, 
So <clears throat> the last two years I've had them, I believe it was, I think I got them for a hundred two years ago and 91 last year, I think it was. And this year I've put a lot of thought into it and I really, I'm not sure yet, but I'm thinking I actually have a budget and I think that the budget that I'm willing to go to is 90. So I'm saying this at now 6.47 p.m. That I think that if it hits 90, if I get him for 90, great. If somebody else gets him for 90, I may have to pass and then go for a different team and just see what happens. Uh, That's like what I've been telling myself for a little while. Not because I don't love the king. But this year, him being on West Coast time and me having a little one, the only time I really get to relax is late at night. So I'm going to be watching a shitload of Lakers games. And there's something that I could be enjoying this heroic MVP season of LeBron, watching him without having his stats tied to my team. So I'm conflicted. I honestly am. We'll see. Maybe that animal instinct will take over. And I'll be buying him for 120 And, you know, then you're all like, oh, his limit was here. But pre-draft, I just want you guys to know, 90 is my budget. And that's kind of what I'm thinking from the heart. So, love y'all. Did I change my mind? Let's find out. All right, it is now uh, 7.07, and I'm thinking that number's got to be 95. What up, fellas? Uh, Pod Tom here, just rolling up to the uh, fourth annual live draft of Johnny B's. I'm on site, just seeing a bunch of uh, seeing a bunch of different guys. Kind of wondering what you're thinking. Hey, you got uh, Kyle Whitty here. Just kind of wondering how you're feeling about your draft tonight. Sir. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to outbid Tom. So right. excited for that. Who's Tom? So excited for that. All right. So, pot, uh, time, pot time. Sorry, I need to be more specific. How, uh, how high are you willing to go? I'm not giving away my strategy. You're going you're gonna to need to go high for, Le- for LeBron this year. All right. You already know that, though. Interesting. You already know that. I, I respect. Cav shirt. Very nice. LeBron shirt. Fuck the Cavs. I got the LeBron shirt still. You know what it is. Come on now. So one thing I heard a lot about was uh, Instagram was kind of blowing up about the commissioner's outfit. I get to see it in person. And it is amazing. It has the second best basketball player of all time shooting a three to win a game. Kamesh, how are you feeling about the live draft? Oh, man, it's the best day of the year. There's nothing quite like it. Dude, it does feel like Christmas. <laughs> wow, this is also a huge first for the pod. I'm, uh, I'm sitting here next to you. What up? To the, the first MVP, the people's champ. The only one that mattered. The 2019 projected champion, Sean Blanc. How you doing today, voted. sir? That's been voted. I'm good. It, it has. Oh, wow. This is a great day, guys. And last but not least, at the uh, pre-draft, we got uh, Andy Candy Wilder, the only one without a Chuck hat. Uh, yes, I gave my Chuck hat to my nephew last year. Uh, he, he, appreciated, he appreciated it very much. Nice. Uh, Huge basketball fan. Kyrie Irving's his favorite player. Then why would you give him a Bulls hat? Uh, because he likes <laughs> cool you, hats. All right, cool. Well, there you have it. Here we go, guys. All right, so getting these, uh, you know, pre-draft thoughts in. So now I'm here with uh, 
JB, company <laughs> bell. Just kind of wondering, how you feeling about your draft tonight? I see you're, you're at your own table over here. You got a nice trophy off to your left. Yeah, the people's champ deserves, man. That's oh. all I got to say. Deserves what? I don't know, a table, <laughs> trophy. There he is. There's Dan. All right. Cool. So, uh, coming in hot, we got uh, Dan Lindemolder. Never, never been on the pod before. Dan, how you feeling about your draft tonight? Get the fuck away from me, man. All right. Then, last but not least, we got Stacks. Stacks, how you feeling about uh, your draft tonight? I'd feel a little bit better if there was no mustard on these hot dogs because I fucking hate mustard and I don't know. But otherwise, I feel pretty good and excited. Um, cool. I see you're hiding those handwritten notes. What's up, dog? We got nine minutes. That's it. We got Chuck coming in. We got Chuck coming in live. Skyping. We're all wearing his hat. Guys, he's not looking. He's just putting the ring up. He's not looking. We got two. Two guys, two rings. Hey, uh, hey, Chuck, how you feeling about your draft tonight? What? How you feeling about the draft? Oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. <laughs> not, 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 uh, not quite sure who hit that uh, 420 a little bit more before that. Which of the brother-in-laws? But we'll see. It's a hard day uh, not having LeBron on the team, but when you got a guy like Blanc near you, sending you shots of JMO, you know, things will be all right. Got to do a quick caveat here to let you all know that technologically speaking, two things happened. I had to erase my entire hard drive and redo the software and... Uh, also update my entire phone. In doing so, Apple switched how they do the voice memos, which works actually a lot better, but it took me a couple days to get used to. So this was, uh, if anything, this was a Freudian error. So I, I had about a two to three minute interview with Kyle. That was great. He got to gloat and it, uh, it got cut a little bit short. So actually like a lot short, like 21 seconds short. So Kyle, that was not intentional. He gets to make up for it in a minute, but uh, I'm actually not really sorry. One of the hardest days of my life, Kyle. I know. One of the best days of years. Yeah, How is. is it? It's really, really great. I've been thinking about all the different team names I could do. Tell me, I don't know how you can stay in this league after what you allowed to happen. I know. It's been tough. It's been tough. Do we think he should change his name? Or, or I mean, you know, you know, that's... I hear the magnitude of LeBron, of LeBron switches teams. The effects are felt. So you're about to hear two extremely different reactions the morning after. All right, no balls asked. I'm recording this in what looks like a chapel of a PD that I'm sitting at in East Lansing, down the road from the Jack Breslin Student Event Center. And it's the morning after the LeBron debacle, changing of the guard, whatever. And I gotta start by saying how appreciative I am of the league for believing in me and supporting me. And I wanna just explain where I'm coming from a little bit. This sucks, okay? Obviously, not having LeBron James in my team is an awful feeling. But when I went into it, I 
had a couple things that I was thinking of. And this is fantasy sports. And when you have fantasy sports in a league like ours, you have $200 to make a good team. So we all know this, but once you spend money, you don't have it. And you can have a stud or two studs, and they can carry you for quite a while. But you need a lot of those mid-level guys, and you can't just build a team on the waivers unless you're probably Chuck or Ian. Kyle definitely can't. No offense. But Kyle can has shown that he can create a team that should belong in the waivers, but not build one. Anyway, LeBron James is deserving of a good team. And as much as I love having him, I would it would really hurt my soul to see two things. One, LeBron not be in the playoffs. And two, for him to be traded in desperation mode on a Sunday like he's just some dude. So I had a limit. You heard at first it was 90, then it was 95. And we all know I was going to go to 100. But I said to myself, if the number hits 100, if it's Kyle who hits it first, he gets him. And the reason is I don't think you can – I don't think it's fair to a player like LeBron – to have more than half the team he has to carry. He's done that in real life too many times. So the fact that that's where what he would have been dealing with, I just couldn't do. And as hard as it was for me to not keep clicking and going up to the 191 like my heart said to do, I just don't think it's fair to make him pull a fantasy team like he's had to do in reality so many times. So I'm sure some of you will think it's dumb. I'm guessing JB will think that it's the worst logic. But that's where I'm coming from. And to me, that that $100 button is the magic button. You say it, you hit it, you get it. So well done, Kyle. Uh, I'm going to be sending you a lot of trades. And, um, yeah, you you deserve it. You, You went there. And I commend you for it. I'm going to give myself a little while to grieve. And then, uh, then I'm going to attack. And while I woke up feeling like ass, somebody else had a very, very different reaction. Waking up in the morning, got to thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no Oh, oh, hey guys. Sorry, um, just listening to uh, a hit that just, uh, yeah, I'm just, just reveling today. So I, I just had that on. I'm sorry that it, it, uh, I didn't turn it off before the, the podcast. Um, but yeah, so Tom wanted me to just say how I was feeling today. And uh, it was a good day. It's been a good day. Tom? I thought you'd go higher, um, but uh, I'm living my best life right now. I feel good. Uh, yeah, there's nothing bad I can say about right now. I gotta say. So that's how things were perceived up here in Michigan. But uh, what about a st- one state down and one state over? Uh, and I'm most excited 
to have a new member uh, in our league this year in Lamello. And uh, it's, you know, we're all going to miss the artist formerly known as Tom Bratt, um, world's number one LeBron stan. uh, And uh, that guy left the league, and now we're left with a shell, a husk of a man, if you will. And uh, I'm not sure how he's going to be. You know, it was just a couple days ago that I was listening to the new episode of the podcast, and I just thought, wow. Tom is the front runner for MVP this year. Uh, as I said the other day, there's no way uh, that I will be a repeat MVP. It's simply not going to happen. Um, I won't run a campaign for it. Uh, I believe that I had my glory. I'll make a run for another championship, but the MVP is officially up for grabs. And uh, starting the season with that podcast Tom put out, I just thought, here's our man, like he's the one to beat. And then the draft happened. And Tom's identity is as up for grabs as anything this league has ever seen. When Tom let LeBron slip and didn't crest over that $100 mark for him, that's when I knew Tom could be bought. Uh, Or that's not really, I guess... uh, that phrase doesn't actually apply here. Um, Tom could be, hmm, uh, Tom could uh, be broken. Hmm, shit. All right, well, this was going really good until I had to figure out what, how to define Tom. But that just goes to show how confused Tom must be. So Tom's going to have his work cut out for him this season, I think, to get his identity back and make sure everybody really knows who he is and what he stands for uh, if he wants to really make a run at that MVP. I was shocked. I, I really couldn't believe it. I th- thought for sure um, I thought for sure Tom would just keep going and that that 100 mark would just kind of you know, be like the halfway point and we would just keep see it rising. But no, he was, uh, he was done. So... Uh, all that said, um, looking forward to the season to begin, not looking forward to using this horrible ESPN interface. And also I disagree. This is not my IR cause as Adam has been trying to say in the thread. Uh, this is, this truly is bigger than that. This isn't a rule change. This isn't a, Hey, everybody let's vote. I don't want to leave ESPN. Um, I've really enjoyed it, but I think that they made their their actual software product much worse and much more difficult to use, uh, and I would be simply open to other options. I'm not going to die. Uh, I'm not going to fall on the sword for this, but uh, as Adam would for IR. But uh, we'll see how our experience this year goes. So far, it's it's pretty rough, and I could actually see using the app a lot more, which is just pains me to say. Um, but man, it's, it's not pretty. Um, or maybe that's the problem. They made it kind of pretty, but it's kind of dumb. Uh, the brains I feel like of, of the uh, interface are, are no longer. And we already know John Bell won't be able to do any trades because the trading block's gone. So that'll be interesting. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for me. Um, I, uh, I will see you guys later, Tom. Man, I uh, hey, if you need like a prayer group or accountability partner, or um, you know, you just need someone to lean on in this time, 
uh, someone to do life with, um, or you want to just do like a verse of the day together in the morning, um, I'm here for you, buddy. All right. Bye, guys. I, too, am signing off. So there you have it, the changing of the guard, what went down, what happened. And uh, we'll be back soon with a draft recap.